Grab them grots and get those grenades. It's time for GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 392 I didn't of even the GeekCast Live podcast. Come I am on. your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass. Uh, shit, I'll, I'll be Nico. <laughs> and Cartoon Joe! With great confidence, Nick, I love it. Right. I guess. I guess I'll be who I am. I, I, I guess it's, it's index finger, today. middle finger, pinky, not index finger ring finger pinky i always get what? the uh the shocker versus the whoopsie i don't know that's just where my mind was <laughs> i couldn't get it out i think sh- shocker is it's, it's one by two not two by one shocker's right? one by I, shocker's two by one whoopsie's one by two okay yeah and then the british are coming right which is three that's yeah. three let's <laughs> say it <laughs> If if by air. One by three. <laughs> it's one by three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They call that I mean, a fist. It was British. <sighs> you always. Uh, uh, Joe, the all-time Joe. fave, the minivan. If, <laughs> the minivan? Gross. Two in the front, five in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm done. <laughs> I was, uh, I was gonna, out. I was gonna have you make the T-shirt always Jeez. fist the British, but now I think just a minivan. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I don't know how the physics, the ergonomics of that nonsense. I'm not sure it's ergonomic. Two in the front, five in the back. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. You're committed at that point. She is too. Yeah. And you're in a consensual well, committed relationship. You're you're defenseless at that point. <laughs> if my physics lessons taught me anything. <laughs> Moving along. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna unpack that. Is that right. physics? Is that like is it anatomy? Maybe more than physics? No. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm thinking of like. It depends on. No, if this you're is not like counting for like velocity and momentum because those are things that I feel like are important. Friction is also something to consider. It's, it's so, a factor. This is going to so turn physics, into one of those. I mean, physics is applied to pretty much everything. If you live in the real world, physics is going on. So it, this is going to turn into one of those uh, middle out. How many got? How fast <laughs> could I jack off the room? Conversations. <laughs> there is a formula <laughs> for that. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll call that uh, D2F. We'll start with D2F. Which, as uh, we all know, means dick to floor ratio. Yeah. God damn. I know. Quality. Heartless. This was going to, there was also a chance it was going to um, slide into. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, different types of sciences, like geology, yeah. which would have. Then dovetailed like the jerk, me into like the jerk crystal. Uh, <laughs> yes, I mean, 
I I was gonna say I was gonna make a joke about a geode. That's all there is to it. Oh, I'm sorry. I went the wrong way. I, 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 gonna, I thought I was gonna dovetail into an argument for you know lotion versus margarine, but that's <laughs> I guess really near here, near or there. I don't think you have to sh- shower immediately after lotion. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd want to leave a lot of margarine behind. What about Crisco? Lard heats, is, up, heats up too fast. Way too fast. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I've Unless had a lot you're going to slow jerk it. Well, for the slow jerk, I, I can't believe it's not butter. It's actually. Well, what is you, it then? You, I don't know, but it works well because it comes in that spritzer. Uh, you know who else came in spritzers? The These products services. There you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> 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 Yeah, that for charity coffee roaster <laughs> that we talk about. Guarantee. Way- Wayward Raven, 100%. Yeah. You know ASAP done spritzed and did. Oh. You well, just we sent should, me into we a should coffee play jag. I had to, yeah, put the ads in. <laughs> Hey, Joe, do you like comics and stuff? I do. I love what? comics and stuff. Well, do you like people who have also been on our podcast? No, I hate all of our guests. Well, great. Uh, <laughs> well, ASAP and Mark, former guests of our show, have a comic business called Wayward Raven. No kidding. For Rizzle. And they make comics such as Signet or Horsemen or Damned Heroes. And they're great reads, all of them. I have to say that sounds fantastic. They are. They're pretty fantastic. Uh, yeah, you should go and check them out sometime. WaywardRaven.com. And if you're buying shit from them like you should, you can use the Neckbeard discount code there to get some monies off. Ah, so you're saying there's a discount code and it's Neckbeard? Yes. WaywardRaven.com. Oh, Neckbeard. <laughs> it's early. Yeah, it's an early ad break, but that's fine because we have a pretty, we have a pretty, we have a lot to talk about. We've yeah, got my do review. Break. We've got my do review, and then we've got uh, we've got to talk about Obi Wan. The, the teaser trailer dropped just today. So we would be remiss if we didn't focus on the news of the day and not speak at all about anything that's going on bad in the world. Yeah. So where should we start? There's, there's nothing bad going on in the world right no, now. No, I'm that dog on fire meme. We've, we've hit Utopia a long time ago. I overshot my ratio in this tumbler. I've got some ice water. Oh, uh, but I have, I have too much ice and not enough, like, the water's gone. For whatever reason, I thought that you were talking about the blog thing that was really popular when I was in college. The bog thing? The blog. Tumblr. The blog. Tumblr. Like, oh, he really wow. overshot his ratio on, uh-huh. like... On Tumblr. Yeah. On Tumblr. I was like, yeah. wait, what in the fuck? That's like, what does that alive? even... And what does that well, mean? Oh, yeah, Maddie still uses it. Fascinating. They made the uh, they made the the mistake to dump porn. They did. It was well, I blame Yahoo for that move. when they purchased them, or was it Is Verizon? That, whoever, like damn the whichever corpos. corporate soulless corporate monster. Yeah, well, that killed the site. 
It's actually still limping along. A VHS, Shocking. is it really? It's still like a thing. Well, that people I mean, use? it's still, it's still so a is thing. MySpace. So they have I they guess. have bankrupted like four different corporate owners at this point. God bless them. It's honestly impressive. Keep at it. Do another it's ten. Hed- it's just a hedonism site for people who hate the letter E. <laughs> I mean, you're not eh? wrong. No, that's early. That was, it's early. That was good though. There was, I mean, that was a joke there. There was actually like a setup and a, a payoff and everything. Well, we talked about spritzing and delivering, so. Be proud of yourself. So. I'm going to take I, the joke to completion. delivering. I have a do review. Can we do it? Can we talk yeah. about it? Might as well. Okay. Is this 310 to Yuma? Nope. It's a do review. So I. Yeah, I sorry. fell down a it's not really I fell down a rabbit hole because I've seen this guy before. His name's uh, Austin McConnell, and he does. There's some videos he has where uh, it's it's like um, 15 minutes of useless knowledge. And that's what it is. It's just him rapid firing for 15 minutes. Useless knowledge. And so. Excellent. Yeah, it's a fun little it's a time waster if you're cooking dinner or whatever. Sure. Uh a video came up called The Absurd Second Century Space Opera You'll Never Read. And it's... Yeah, I'm interested. Which is a powerful title. Right. It turns out that this story... Not only... Ha- from what I could find, no one's even tried to adapt it into any sort of medium. But I... Had, like, no one knows about it. And it might be the greatest tale never told. Agreed. You, Go you got, did you guys did you guys see it? Did you guys I watch the video? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were I waiting for you to, to finish priming the pump. Well, I've, it's pr- I want your guys' opinions. I think I, I I feel like I'm overshooting it. I feel like maybe it wasn't as that's as that special as I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was really interesting. No, I, I mean, it's awesome. because because it's not something that I had ever given any real thought to. But everything has to have you know an origin point and. I didn't realize as, as, that the origin was so far back. Like, well, I thought it was fascinating. Just the, I'm not going to repeat the whole, you know, the whole. Well, that's one of the things but, I don't want to do is, is literally go into every fucking beat of the story. Cause I kind of want people to find it for themselves. Yeah. I do want to take a second though, to talk about the, the author of the story, uh, who is my man, Luci- Lucian, Lucian of, uh, Samosada. Yes. And uh, so born 150 AD, died 180. Um, And he was apparently uh, a satirist, a rhetorician, and it says a pamphleteer, uh, which I guess was probably pretty popular back in the days of, you know, having to actually hand information to people so that they can, you know, receive the information. Uh, and he's just a sarcastic fuck who ridiculed so many people. Like, I, uh, so on my way and, down here, and, and no nemesis of Plato, which I think is on my way. On my way to the studio, I was, or as I was waiting for the show to start, I was watching John Oliver, mm-hmm. and I watched the one where uh, it, it was. It just came out, I believe, uh, the one about the duck the stamps. sex worker. Oh no. <laughs> Well, he entered artwork into the, like, duck stamp competition to see if they could get their art as the winning duck stamp. 
And he what, basically was that just, just the white rats having sex one that he always enters. No, they had ducks on him. Okay. Anyway, long story short, he's kind of a sarcastic internet troll, right? That's kind of that's this guy's. This was Greeks John Oliver to me, a dude who said so. I imagine he said so. Well, no, I'm going to do. I'm going to write my own story, and it's going to have bats with corks on their feet and leaves made of lettuce and like whatever he could think of, just like. Uh, when he did his uh, his episode about the cereal and all the different fucking fake cereals you can make, yes. right? Uh, I, I, find... Am I making no sense? I feel like no. I'm making no sense. I'm with you with sense. the John Oliver parallel that does translate. Yeah. I'm. Tr- I was really trying to think of who John Oliver's Plato is, but I couldn't get there. Mm. I thought it was fascinating because there was actually buried in in that. In, in his, you know, I won't even say attempt because he was upfront about, hey, I'm just going to, I'm going to go as off the reservation as I possibly can and you all just deal with it. But there are little elements that story or whatever, you start to see that like even that sort of nonsense there, it's bits of that show up in like Dante's Divine Comedy and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There's like little you know, shreds of this have 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 organically worked themselves into the evolving, you know, core sci-fi base points over all these years that, you know, very, very acclaimed authors have at least very mildly uh, sampled from. Yeah. Uh, I do find it's- that incredibly fascinating because this was like, this was during the days of ancient Rome, like the the like height of the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy fucking cranked out sci-fi because he thought that people who wrote travel logs were fucking lying jagoffs who came home and over exaggerated their stories. And he was gonna outlying jag off them and yeah, be very and it's incredible. Fact, <laughs> be very upfront with the fact that uh I'm a lying jagoff. This is a lie. And yeah. the name of his story is A True History. And it's just like, all right, like, I can I can at least appreciate that kind of, like, degenerate tongue-in-cheek sarcasm. Like, well, I love that nobody had apparently done it before. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, he, fascinating. He, he national lampooned him. It was a fucking send-up. It was The Onion. It was fucking... He was satirizing all the bullshit stories that obviously were made up, but dumb fucking Grecians think are true. So Everyone I'll just ends. do the same thing. Oh, that's yeah. I like when he said at one point, if you think that I'm lying, go there yourself and you will see that I am telling the truth. Yeah. But he was something, talking about the moon. Go to the yeah. moon. <laughs> yeah. If you think I'm lying, you go to the moon. You'll you see that check I'm out, not. check out the sun. <laughs> his, you, his, you can't prove me wrong. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like Steven Seagal saying he was in the CIA. <laughs> the CIA is never going to confirm or deny it. So it's the best. It's you can't fault the guy for saying the truest thing that is obviously a lie. Yeah, I guess his preamble yeah. to the story, Lucian's pre uh, prologue, is I write of matters which I neither saw nor suffered nor heard by reports from people that I made up. Let no man, therefore, in any case, believe these words. <laughs> Amazing. I found this story 
uh, like an audio book. It's on YouTube. This whole thing. Okay. It's is that what you sent us in that other? Yes, it's book one. That's the whole thing. Is yes. nineteen minutes? No, the whole. That's just that is just um chapter from, one of seven. Yeah, chapter one. Oh, all right. Yep. I have a. I have taken the liberty of breaking this into four movies, and I'd like to get your guys' opinion on if I broke it at the right scenes. Yeah. Movie one. Watch it. Movie one is from. Uh, um, it covers the entire Moon and Sun War. Okay. It ends with them. Uh, uh, coming to that unique stalemate with the Sun Lords or whatever the fuck this name is. Sure, the ones that were is the first movie just ants. called. Is it just called "There Are No Women on the Moon"? Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, it's Very a well. true a, a true story. Right, movie one. There are no women on the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie two begins with a, a flashback laden recap scene, showing them uh, returning from as prisoners of the sun and getting their star Wars, a new hope like heroes. Welcome. It's a honey Uh, heist movie. Oh my God. It is. is. Yes. Um, it shows lamp town. They're stopping (laughs) lamp town. And then it also shows. It always the British fist. That is the fucking bomb right there. It all, it also uh, covers cloud cuckoo land, Uh but in movie two, we get a chance to make up what they find in Cloud Cuckoo Land. I think it's a lot of cuckolds. There's a whole is lot it of like, cuckolds. Is it choose your own adventure style of how we pick? <laughs> yes. That's how we that'd create be, it. It's a choose be, your own adventure yeah, Mad Lib. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, ends, it ends with their ship returning to Earth on the water. Uh, movie three starts immediately where movie two ended. Uh, they immediately get swallowed by the whale. Movie three concerns their entire shenanigans from inside the whale. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm following. It ends with them making their breach from the whale. Okay. Right. Moby Dick. Movie, movie four starts uh, with a bard singing the uh, very true tale of Lucian. Okay. Covering that, all that- the things that happened in the previous films. And then also the Sea of Milk, the Island of Cheese the desert island, the 30 days they were frozen on ice, the cork feet, etc., etc. The song ends with the bard revealing that he was singing that song to the veterans of the Trojan War in the Isle of the Blessed. Oh. And naturally, that bard is our old reliable bard, one Tobias Keith, right? Yes, it is. Absolutely, Toby Keith. Okay. Singing <laughs> to Lucian, who in the movie has been played by Danny McBride. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you kind of have to. You almost have to. Um, the the it's rebellion. Be Wait a minute, John C. Riley. <laughs> Could be John. Did C. We just Riley. did. We just lose Craig or gain Craig? Uh, no, it was me returning. As I, you guys just suddenly dropped, and after a while, I realized the problem had to have been with me. Continue. There you go. That was it. We were casting Lucian. Uh, yeah, Danny McBride is my pick. How many how many merry men does he actually have? Well, no, he starts with 50, but 50. Like, he starts with 50 and we you lose cast 50? Yes, and I want all of them to be somebody. There is no random extra. I I want like uh I want a 
Uh, Rudd, I want Paul. I want John Hamm. I want Dana Carvey. I want. I need fifty people. I need fifty, and it's going to be. <laughs> Do they have to be white Greeks? No, no. It could be. I want. I want Idris uh, Elba. I want Idris Elba. I want Donald Glover, who played Valkyrie. Yes. I want Tessa Thompson. I want Tessa Taika Thompson. Waititi. Absolutely. I want Taika. Yes. I want Steven Spielberg. Jermaine Clement. I want Jermaine yes. Clement. Absolutely. Donnie Yen. We I'm own. Sure. And here's the cool thing: is he starts. It's Lucian and fifty. Then we get the cast: uh, Fastos, the King of the Sun, and like uh, and Demion, and then Demion, the not gay gay king of the moon who i think That's rob and i Ferrell. rob and i said it was andy dick yeah <laughs> oh i was thinking quentin tarantino <laughs> okay <laughs> um fascinating he I, only loses two crewmen over the course of four movies because there's only only two of them get seduced by lust and kiss the tree women right one oh, of which is michael Michael one Sarah. of which is Michael Sarah, and the other one is Christopher yeah. Mintz Plasse. Oh, I would have thought John Cena. They fall to lust to the tree women. Aubrey Plaza being one of the tree women. Has to be. Absolutely has to be. Um. Anyway. What's uh, incredible the- is despite how, like, ridiculous you make this movie, you could still make it such a, like, a wonderful epic as well. Mm-hmm. It's you could it could be like Weta Digital Lord of the Rings beautiful. It could and also it be could done be, on your iPhone. It could also be done on your iPhone. <laughs> Shot on <Yeah>. iPhone. <laughs> yes. Um, we went to the sun to film this. What's <laughs> What's unique about the story too is there's no um, there's no resolution. No, no it's just a hot mess because no, you just you have to be continued because as you're on movie four, which is the last movie. The bard reveals that they're at the Island of the Blessed. He gets to fucking diss uh, the fact that Plato's not there because he's fucking hiding under the Constitution. He's off on like a world that is, uh, it's like entirely of his own design. Right. It's just him. (laughs) Um, According to Lucian, that's what he said. He's hiding in the Republic. Plato's on like his own little independent Republic. Then there's the rebellion due to the, uh, uh, the extramarital affair. That mm-hmm. Lucian and his gang of his forty-eight crewmen uh, fight in, gang and of then 48. as they as they put the the rebellion to bed, uh, they're told they have to leave and go past those six islands where almost everybody dies, <laughs> and that's the end. To be continued, and we even do a thing like Danny McBride will return in. A true story, well, book four or movie five, and then we just never yeah. make one. You, but you almost have everyone a, uh, dies. You you even have a, a post credit scene where he walks up on land in like Sparta, right? And then never never and return. You never make another one. That's it. There's, That's there's it. A pros- yeah, and there's no resolution, and there's no MacGuffin. It's not like they're going after the 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 special coat of many colors or mm-hmm. some sort of horn or sword or land or conquest, nothing. They just set out to do it. <laughs> yeah. And they ended up fighting in space wars and then yeah, all died. Made our way through the galaxy. Yeah. Four movies. 
Yeah. I, love I it. think they all I think you they all get filmed at once. They all get huh? released in one year. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> you never make another uh, movie. Yeah. You're not that's wrong. But like uh, Rob said, you could also cast this with like a this could be a uh this could either be Troy or like Tropic Thunder. Somebody could make this to try to get an Oscar for Best Picture. Right. But they shouldn't. No. But no, someone. I, I feel like that misses I, the point. Oh, no. Mock the Academy. That's half the point. Oh, yeah. Fair. Have it be like a. a Some a, would a say it's that, entirely the point. Yeah. Have it, have it be like an American road trip film, even. Oh, do like an Oh Brother Where Art Thou, where they just yeah. now allegorically play. Yes. So we adapt it as a a movie that should not be taken seriously, but it's filmed and acted and written as if it's supposed to be completely taken seriously. Mm-hmm. As a way to it's so well done, you can't not give it a best right. picture nod. And and have it so that like ninety-eight percent of the funding we get goes to purchasing the uh Moon. the award. Ah, the moon. The award. The, the award. Because <laughs> that, that's how you get an Oscar. You <laughs> and you just get everybody, every like DiCaprio, Streep, Glenn Close. Streep is one of there's, the fifty. Well, no is women. incredible. No oh, I was gonna have no, Streep as on, on the trees. on the moon. Oh, oh, I think, yeah, I was gonna have fifty. Christopher Mintz Plaza. Uh, Get turned into a vines by Meryl Streep tree. Meryl yeah. tree. <laughs> a Meryl Streep. A Meryl Streep. Yeah. That's a good there it is. Anyway, I will. Uh, I love him. Gets taken down, taken down by Meryl Streep. <laughs> <sighs> I will post this in the show notes. Please watch it. I, I hope we've. I hope we've given you the want. I, I, I think I might have oversold it. Ah, it's it's fun and weird, and definitely something that I had no idea existed. I didn't didn't know. I didn't know it existed. The puppy acorn bats is all I really want. Oh (laughs) yes, they're support troops from the Dog Star. Yeah, puppercorns. How many times did you watch that video? Once. I watched it. Well, I watched it. Not not you, Joe. Three times. Three times. I just got done watching it though because uh, I wanted to make sure I was fresh. Sure. You know, show uh, prep. Allegedly. Allegedly. Some say. <laughs> some say it's a thing. Anyway. A true story. It is It is really worth these 18 minutes and uh, a little research. I feel, I feel good. I feel like this is one of the more uh, you, uh, beneficial rabbit holes you've beneficial. thrown me down lately. Yeah. Better than sea shanties last year. You're gonna, you're no, sea shanties were solid. <laughs> but there's been stumbles since. How dare okay. you? Okay, it's, Rob. It's way better than nuclear war. I mean, no, that is that's true. true. Mm. It's true. I mean, the bar is so low, but. Ooh. Speaking of solo. Go on. No, that was my segue to talk about Obi-Wan. Oh, I liked it. That's yeah, good. Too. That's why I what said go on. Two for two this week. Yeah, it's not bad. I uh, I have uh, a gripe, and I need I need you, Rob, to fix it for me. 
Oh god, All right. I can I can try. What's up? The Obi-Wan teaser trailer dropped today. Mm-hmm. It looked it's gonna look good. They've all looked great. Mm-hmm. Um even I'm starting to confuse my timelines. Okay. I'm trying to think of uh what could possibly be exciting part of this part of Obi-Wan's story. Why we, it reminds me kind of like Solo. Uh, it's uh, no one asked for it. We didn't need the Solo story. And if you're giving us a Solo story, why is it this the story you're telling us? Why did well, they no, pick this, is, this, this is story of Obi-Wan? Disney, this so, is pure Disney cash grabbing. And I think this occurs I, why, what? I tend to agree with you here. And, I mean, isn't, isn't this the time in the story arc where like Obi-Wan is on the run and or he's so, on the run and keep an eye on Luke while he's trying not to get hunted? Cor- correct. Yes. So my, m- my initial thought on this is that this is going to be an Obi-Wan show much in the way that Boba Fett was a Boba Fett show. It's going to be about the Mandalorian. Probably. Uh, no, I don't think that is going to be the case, but I think that this if I, I think that this is going to be more of an Inquisitor show. If like if I were telling it, I think that would be a much more interesting way to go about it, because you are right. Like there's this is the time period um, during Luke's childhood. Obi-Wan's tucked away on Tatooine and supposed to be like not doing a fucking thing other than that, because that's the like his one job. You've right. got, he's, like, he's all your friends are dead. Men. You've got one job, Obi. He's learning uh, how to become a force ghost from Yoda. Yes. More I less. assume. More or less. Um, and so um, I think that I, I think that all of the good stories that possibly could have happened outside of like a grand and like a great Inquisitor hunt series. Um, more or less just like showing uh, Inquisitors hunting down like surviving Jedi all over the place and one of them leading to um, Obi-Wan I think that's an interesting story if if you'd have if if the news today was uh, Disney's Inquisitors teaser trailer dropped and it's it's six episodes long and it's the story of you know uh these Inquisitors going after these Jedi and one episode just happens to be Obi-Wan. I'm into that. I, I, I think that would be interesting. Like, it, What story are they trying to tell us? I don't know, because my, my thought is, like, the only really interesting story that I think that they could have told uh, in this time period, focusing on Obi-Wan is the conclusion of the Maul and Obi-Wan story arc. Right, which but we already they, have. But they already did that in Rebels. Yeah, and I would hate to see them rehash that at the end because it was <laughs> I, really yeah, done, I'm well done. I'm tired of things in real life. Right, and, and I think it was stuff. really well done in Rebels, so I don't need it to be rehashed out again on film with Ian McGregor and uh, Ray Park. Like... I hope they don't. Ugh. Exactly. So, um, and that, like I said, that story arc's already been done and done recently in the canon-ish. So, like, I, they're not going to rehash that out. I think them doing an Inquisitor hunt um, would be much more interesting. And then you get a little bit more Darth Vader because 
you're seeing the Inquisitors interact with him. Sure, it's in an Obi-Wan show because Obi-Wan's doing things on Tatooine and eventually one of these Inquisitors come to Tatooine, tries to find Luke, Obi-Wan has to kill her or something, and then the Inquisitors realize that there's an Inquisitor missing and now Obi-Wan has to do like this cover-up thing and escape Inquisitors and lead them away from Tatooine and stuff. Like, I think that makes a compelling sh- story. I can see that. Those why, Inquisitors why, look really dumb. I mean, it's a short trailer, make, but, like, they look really stupid. Why don't did they, they make the Grand Inquisitor look like Mr. Meeseeks? I don't He looks I don't know. like, like that. Uh, am I on no, mute? No, 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 no. You're, we, Fuck's he's sake. elaborating. He looks like that French moon that gets the beer bottle he, in the he, eye. He looks he like that, um, that's, that, like, <laughs> that stress ball where when you squeeze it, the dude's fucking eyes and ears bulge out. Yeah, he yeah. looks like if a man were a cobra. He looks like the lead character from Recess with that football-shaped head. Yeah, he looks God. like Wilson. Yeah. Like Tom Hanks definitely fucked his mouth. He's yeah. he's, he's a What's, fully he's a fully grown Stewie. He looks like he looks like that show Witches, where the witches turn the kids into mice. Looks like all the witches. What's kind of upsetting to me about that is like, so the Grand Inquisitors made an appearance and he he was big in Rebels. He was like the first main antagonist really in the series. Um, Interesting character. I like the design. I don't like this live action version of him. And like they've had the same species shown in Star Wars before with like all sorts of like decent prosthetics and stuff. And they've even had like actors with far more like complex prosthetics involved in action sequences and stuff, which he would presumably be because he's Vader's right hand dude in this like part of the story. Uh, I don't know. I, in episode three, there's one of these guys and I think the design looks great. And you look at this and maybe it's just the lighting and the angle of him, but it just doesn't, uh, he uh, looks like the dad in Glee that has the gay son he fights with. Yes. And uh, then later comes okay. around on. Crazy. Sure. Well, um, around, he comes <laughs> on. Wait, how yeah. would you say that? I don't know. You're not supposed to uh, that sentence went, went poorly from the get-go. Yeah. Um, um, I did see a couple of the on. other in Inquisitors in there, um, which I think is cool. And that's one of the reasons that I like I'm kind of inclined to see say that that like lady that we see show up on Tatooine that's uh, staring down Luke's uncle. Um, I think she's also an Inquisitor. So like, it, we, there's a lot of Inquisitors in this and they've already said that they've got Darth Vader in this, which is like why I'm kind of leaning towards maybe this show isn't nearly as Obi-Wan focused as we think it is initially. And then it'll have like a big like couple episodes at the end with Ian McGregor having to do some like crazy Jedi shit and doing things to get them lured away from Tatooine to assure that they would never come there again um, or something of that nature. I hope at least, but I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. It's I'm, I'm six episodes. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it six episodes. Sure. It's I just Star Wars. I, you have so you have so much um you have so many stories you could tell and so many stories that you have the ability to just make up. Yeah. And I just 
I don't know. I feel I, it, to me, because because Disney is is really. I'm not really even knocking it. I'm just making an assessment. They're just really about the low hanging fruit grabs right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's they too easy only want to do safe stuff. I think their most bold thing with the Star Wars franchise recently has been Star Wars Visions. Um, that was that was uh, different, at least. Yeah, that's like it was it was very different. And I thought that that was cool. Like it was a lot of different artists. It was in a completely different style than Star Wars. A lot of the stories that were told were kind of absent of any sort of canon or like could be placed anywhere on the like far fringes of the canon in Star Wars. Like it felt cool. It felt different. It felt like interesting. It gave a little bit more new life to Star Wars instead of just like, and here's the Boba Fett show, and here is the Yoda show, and here is the Qui-Gon Jinn show that everybody's been pining for. Not that I <laughs> wouldn't be about that. But. Meanwhile, you've, you decanonize Dash Rendar, and then you could go ahead and recanonize him however you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talon Card, uh... I mean, give me, give me all these guys that you haven't used, and who's the? Uh, you know, he was a big baddie in the books. Prince Zizor. Uh, Zizor, give yeah. me some, of, give me some of that. And I, I don't know. Be cool with seeing them delve further into like they've been putting a lot of uh, comics and books out for the High Republic. I'd love to see some High Republic material. I know that Acolyte, which is supposedly coming out in a handful of years. Um, is supposed to be set during the High Republic, like the hundreds of years, or like the thousand-year piece that led up to the the Clone Wars and stuff. Um, I think the there's like interesting stories that you can tell there with like the Jedi at the height of their power and you know the the bright shining Republic. I'd love to see old Republic stuff and see yeah. like how weird and different could you make that? What was I that? Would even, Oh. What was the series that never came to fruition? I think maybe it was a game. Oh, which that was the the Coruscant one that was like oh thirteen thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that would have been rad. That was dead in a ditch. Um, and the one that got a trailer out, uh, maybe less than a year ago. It's definitely less than a year ago for Star Wars Eclipse. The one that had like an incredibly ridiculously well rendered Star Wars trailer made by the people who uh, made uh. Detroit being human and I think heavy rain and a couple of other like really beautifully cinematic games. Uh, I, that got pushed further up back on the back burner and it seems like they've been having a hard time from what I've been reading, getting developers to join up. And uh, I don't know if that game's going to come to fruition. Star Wars has a long history of games that, get cool trailers and get a little bit of buzz and then die. Cause yeah. there was a great mall game that got a lot of like really incredible test footage that was passed around. And that never saw the light of day either. Yeah. Well, malls just aren't that popular anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You can guys get a hammer or something a little bit easier to I'm, I'm, lug around. I just, I'm, I guess I'm at the point There's, where I love that. Rob. Unless Obi-Wan is six episodes and it's just um just a guy staring it's at the just, sand. I just want Obi-Wan to like Desmond around his hut at the beginning of Man of Science, Man of Faith. Yeah. For like 28 minutes. And then Give me the that's same episode song. one. Yep. 
That's all I want. If it's not that, I fucking that. Fuck it. I'm out. Yeah. And then tell me a story of anything else. I don't want a character that that's what's so that's what to me is so cool about Mandalorian. It's a brand new character. I don't yeah. know. I can't say he's supposed to have that's not the right color blue or sure. or I don't need to know if they're ever going to pay off why there's a dent in his helmet and shit right. like that. I just want to enjoy the story and not have to fucking be a dick. <laughs> and so so be done with Wrong I don't want property. I don't want a Cassian Andor show either. I know how his story ends. Everything else isn't as exciting. Right. Stop it. Give I would me something not hate new. An adaptation of Thrawn. See, we're gonna I, I get, think that's going to be the Ahsoka show. That's the Ahsoka which, show. Oh, yeah. fair. I've paid no attention. I've I've been trying really hard not to pay attention to things so that I can enjoy them with delight and surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Thrawn is uh yeah. And, Thrawn will be in Ahsoka. Uh, I, I mean, I'm generally positive towards that, but I, I, I guess that is still kind of the, I don't know. I, it is recycling characters, which is exactly what we are talking about here. But I think yeah. it is going to explore new territory in the Star Wars universe because I think that it's going to go to the unknown regions, back to the Chiss ascendancy where Thrawn mm. is from, and I think that could be really interesting. And then you could just have two named characters and do whatever the fuck you else want with it. Like right. the world's your oyster. But well, I guess that's what I mean is like, I'm tired of the same main cast of characters all the time. The people that were like really cool from 1965 to 19, I don't know, no. whenever the movie started, I don't even remember anymore. Yeah. To like the 1990s. Uh, we didn't need to see Anakin as a child. Like, even no. though I was the demographic when that film came out and I enjoyed it genuinely when the film came out, I am over it at this point. And I'm tired of just seeing like, wouldn't it be neat if uh, you just saw the period of time when Obi-Wan's just fucking around in the sand, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure it'll be great. I'm actually really looking forward to it. I love you and McGregor. I think he's going to be fantastic. Um, Based on the way his accent sounded, it sounds like he added a little bit of Alex Guinness to the way that he's doing things. Um, just like the uh, the animated version, um, which was a different voice actor. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm excited for it. I'm really genuinely looking genuinely looking forward to it. But I also agree. I there's so many new stories. And you could like I'll I'll never go read the Thrawn books, which is part of why I'd be interested in seeing it on a on film. You should though, but you've never read the books. I, I know that I should, but I'm just not going They're to. They're great. I, I know the new ones and the old ones, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it's it's and and that's the only reason I want an adaptation. But like that, at least Thrawn, when it comes down to it, is like he's a side character from an animated property that most people probably aren't familiar with. Sure. Yeah, and I think that's fine. That's one of the reasons that I'm pretty cool with the idea of a an Ahsoka show. I think right. because it is it's it's not necessarily just like they are popular characters, they are main characters, but they aren't ones that have gotten like their uh, time on the big screen, I guess. And so, right. like the casual viewer would be more inclined to be like, "Oh, this is a new character. Oh, there's a little bit about this character already." Right. Pe people who think cartoons are for children. Yes. 
need to be exposed to these characters. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'm uh, I mean, it's it's six episodes and I'm certainly going to watch it. So, I mean, they've right. Damn them. They've got me there. But uh, I'm I'm intrigued. I like I said, I kind of hope that this like I hope that they take the. Boba Fett style, I guess, and that the the named character is yes. more of a background character. Uh, I think that that would actually be a good way to approach it, especially if they wanted to like. Oh, uh, if they want to do an episode where Obi-Wan does ayahuasca with the Tusken Raiders. I would rewatch that episode. for that. Yeah. I take back everything I just said. <laughs> yeah. I'm very, I'm very excited for Obi-Wan. I hope it's just, no, you know what I want? I want teenage Luke. Here's what I want from this. I want teenage Luke just He's as just a little a fucking whiny cunt. ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want him running Make off in the desert him. to try and like, I do. Find I want a fucking, I already hate him. He's, on, he's sitting there on the fucking sand igloo doing fucking pod racing. Yeah. Moves. Fucking. Yeah. Look at me. I could be building a robot like my dad, but instead I'm going to pretend to fly a pot <laughs> racer like my dad did. Yeah. I, want to, I want him stealing scraps from his uncle and then selling them to Tuscans or Jawas to get those fucking ayahuasca yeah. lizards. Yeah, so he can buy a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets captured by some Tuscans and then fuckery ensues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great series. That's a great show, actually. I would I hope totally if, if it's just Obi-Wan it's fucking it's fucking really exasperated. But it's young Luke friends with old Ben. Exasperated, just, just trying to fucking tired. Like, I do not want I, to save him again. I killed your dad, okay? Uh, <laughs> Don't make me well, he's gotta, kill you. He's got to save him without revealing who he is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's why he says, like, I think that's you could a just, great just, show. You could just call me old Ben. I don't know, Ben. 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 Just, you know what? And then, Actually, don't. And then it shows. It shows him walking me. away, going, "Ben, <laughs> why Ben? Call me. Why? Why would I tell him to call me fucking Ben?" Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he just yeah, he fucking he Woody Allen's away talking to himself. Like I, I wouldn't even know why I'd do that. <laughs> God, God. This fucking kid. That I would watch. That's I would a watch great that. show. If it, it was, if it was the only Star Wars show that was shot like The Office. <laughs> so he could just look at the camera and jim it. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, you and McGregor Jim's the camera. Yeah. I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> While no. fucking Luke is just being an insufferable. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> I think it's I think that'd be fantastic. Like Owen just fucking hates him. God, you're just you're just like your fucking dad. I fucking hate you, Luke. Fucking Luke fucking leaves the room and he fucking raises his fist really angrily. Right. Silently screaming. No one would fucking know it. No one would fucking know. Not even my goddamn kid. My sister fucks some kind of uh, force ghost, and then this fucking shit happens to me. Fucks some kind of court force ghost. My sister fucked the no 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 no. Says mom. Boy. What is his mom? It was his uncle's mom. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. 
I yeah, forgot him about and, that. Him and Anakin. Owen and Anakin are half-brothers. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Owen, Owen seems and- so much older, that's all. It's all the sand. And- right. Also, I just assumed it was all the sand. I also just assumed it was his uncle. Young. <laughs> Who ate their young? What about his young? uncle and soup? I also just... <laughs> I also My just God, assumed Joe. that Owen was his uncle. That Owen was Anakin's uncle. <laughs> Who are we talking about? No. That's what I assumed just now. I forgot that he's Luke's Correct. uncle. Correct. Yeah, he's Luke's right. uncle. He's yeah. Luke's uncle. Right. Yeah. Which is why I said that Shmi, his mom, is the one that fucked the Force Ghost. I thought <laughs> you were <laughs> I thought you were named her Shmi. <laughs> I thought you were saying Look at the fucking pirate from Hook. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Well, it's better than Sleaze Bagano. That's true. <laughs> Who is I thought absolutely to... my favorite named character in the Star Wars universe. The Toydarians. I thought Sleaze you were trying Bag- to tell me that Luke and Owen were half brothers. No, no. And sorry. I was like, Anakin and Anakin and Owen. My apologies. Yeah. Owen. No, he was setting Owen. me straight. Yeah. They're all they're all half brothers. They're all, all half brothers. <laughs> it's, all. Just, it's just it's three just half brothers. Half brothers. <laughs> uh, uh, well uh, Nick, what are you geeking on this week? Uh I did as promised, I dove into some knowledge fight. Um, nice. For Report lack back. of anything else to do, uh, I I have a lot of thoughts, but not that I'm going to take up in the geekery. Um, it is well, Jordan Danner are very sharp dudes. Um, it, it's surprising because I didn't know exactly what I assumed it was a more serial episodic thing. And it's not. It's just like a. It's interesting if if you if you find their core topic interesting, which I, I sort of do. Uh, they do a, a fantastic job of, you know, research. And I like them, but uh, I, I don't know how that topic is self-sustaining for so much. Uh, so I have Wait. thoughts about that and then podcasting as an industry as a whole and uh, advertising revenue and content design. I, it really spun me off on a real weirdly dark tangent so um nice yeah but this is is that good or bad because it's both it's it's really both um yeah the professional podcast industry is weird it 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 is and i guess because i a lot of the stuff that i slash we have gravitated to in podcasting whether it's malcolm gladwell or robert evans or you know, Sarah Koenig, they're, they're professional journalists and their right. product comes out as such. And it, it makes sense that that's a, you know, something that's done to a certain standard and it can be commercialized and be someone's livelihood and be profitable. But as we all know, there's just an, an unfathomable wash of other quote podcasts now in existence. Uh, of all shapes and sizes and you know because we respect robert evans and so we usually respect the people that he brings on to co-host you know i tend to 
I do tend to sort of follow and investigate those folks and their work. And so it, it was it was intriguing. I, I want to look more into this particular uh, Knowledge Fight podcast. I don't know how in the hell there's enough content based around their one core uh, theme to to be a self-sustaining thing. And if it is, in fact, uh, a profitable enterprise, then I have, I have a lot more thoughts. So, um, yeah, there's that. So I, if you're listening to this, uh, check out a random episode of knowledge fight and see what you, what you think, and then play around the periphery and see if you're scratching your head with the same questions I am. It definitely brings up all sorts of questions, but I mean, a lot of questions. Like, how do I, I, I hate their arch nemesis as much as anybody, but how, how in the shit can you? Well, when your arch nemesis you, just vomits shit out, it does, but you constantly, but then you consume all that vomit in order to make yeah. your own uh, counterpoints and. Nick, it's, there's it, there's, no such there's thing as really, unskilled labor. Boy, we need people to shift through <laughs> shit. I get I just get as true, much as we need people that are designing job. fucking rockets. No doubt. No, no doubt. It would just. It really. It. It made me do a lot of thinking. So mm-hmm. soul searching. Boy, yeah, a lot of questions. I'm not kidding, man. I had a lot of. I have a lot still unanswered. I, I actually am going to have to. There are many that to, won't to go down the rabbit hole a little bit farther because it. It's fun though. Yeah, it it can be like it's easy to throw grenades at just the the endless array of shit casting that's out there as attempts to, I assume, as a cheap revenue grab, much like what's what's taken over the majority of the YouTube platform. But when you do find you know professional journalists, you know, good content or good content providers and then sometimes you find some weirdness in there um i don't know it because of what we do and and the longevity of it uh that that was the biggest part of the question is is when there's longevity involved how <sighs> to what end i guess is it what's a, what's a hobby versus a um an opportunity to testify in court because you're an expert correct <laughs> yeah exactly versus a livelihood or revenue stream how much does networking and advertising really play uh, i don't know it, it, i'll stop rob how about you what are you geeking on oh shit um no, I, I take it back. Ryan, what are you geeking on? Good. What am I geeking? Okay. Uh, wrestling just ended. Uh, I got to geek on my wrestling season a little bit uh, at the beginning of the week. And then I spent the last part of the week here talking about second century sci-fi operas. Um, but no, my first ever uh, Benton Central Junior High wrestling season as a coach ended. Uh, mixed emotions. Uh, a bunch of kids I like seeing every day that I won't see now until either baseball or football. Um, but then also I was ready for it to be over with. So 
But the cool thing is, is I am down uh, almost 32 pounds, Nick, since January 1. Um, yes, we talked about that. So, uh, yeah, my my so mon- Tuesday was my last day wrestling. That was my first official way in of the year or way out of the year. So I got to I'm going to weigh in again at the start of baseball season and then weigh out at the end of it. Uh, I'm going to try to get below two. So. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been geeking on wrestling oh. and uh, weight loss and. Uh, true stories. <laughs> so, Joe, what are you geeking on? I uh, I finally broke down and subscribed to Dropout. So uh, don't know what that uh, is. Yeah, I'm going to explain. Back at the uh, the dawn of the internet, um, there was an opportunity for lots of different um, video streaming uh, groups to make it on the internet. And one of those video streaming groups, you know, uh, Cracked was was one that was popular with us. Um, college humor was another one. And around the same time that Facebook basically killed all of these different comedy groups, um, college humor reorganized as dropout. And I, uh, I hesitated to subscribe for a really long time. Um, even though I enjoy a lot of their content and finally just broke down and it's, it's like $5 a month or I think five ninety nine a month or 60 bucks for the year. Um, and so I finally just, I paid the 60 bucks and, uh, now I can watch, um, my favorite thing on there is game changer, which is a, uh, it's a game show where every time they play, it's a different game is the concept. And so, uh, but they don't know what the rules are. They walk on and as they play the game, they figure out what the rules are. And as they figure out the rules, they get points. Um, and it's set up like the, the, the stage and everything is set up like, a the price is right. Or just like a, a classic old timey, uh, game show game. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. They also do, uh, another show I really like on there is, um, actually, which is a, a game where, uh, one of the, where the host reads an incorrect statement and the, the players have to buzz in and say like, uh, um, actually the thing that's wrong with that is this. And so the statement might be like, um, uh, during the battle of five armies, the, uh, d- despite all of their adventures, um, Bilbo and 13 dwarves make it through the whole Hobbit story relatively unscathed with nothing, no one dying except for Thorin at the end of the battle. And so you might say, um, actually Keely and Feely both died. Um, so it's just, it's just a, a game about being technically correct, which is very fun. Which is that's the fun. best kind of correct. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, they've also got like some of my other favorite shows from college humor was the, uh, the don't break newsroom where they, uh, they don't know what they're going to say. Uh, and they're reading the teleprompter as they go and reacting to it. Um, <laughs> and then they have a bunch of, uh, of, of D and D style role-playing games that I probably will never watch because they're too long for me, but the dropout. Um, nice. Dropout. Yeah, there's, there's an app. You can download it. Um, but I've, I've really enjoyed it. I'm happy to share my login, um, although I think it's, it's relatively cheap compared to, like, Netflix or whatever. Going up again. Yeah, no kidding. So, but I, I've really enjoyed it. I've had a really good time. And I've, I've watched a lot of clips on YouTube for a really long time and thought, God, I just, I should just bite the bullet. And I finally did. So 
Um, they just did a recent, uh, a two-parter of Survivor, which was very funny on Game Changer. So, uh, who's left? Rob. Me. Uh, Tell us about what you were geeking on. Yeah, uh, it's definitely, definitely Cyberpunk. Uh, so I've been going through and playing uh, 2077 uh, again recently. Uh, it looks incredible on my new laptop uh, with ray tracing, and it's it's gorgeous. Additionally, um, I've really been enjoying Cyberpunk Red, which is the tabletop role-playing game for Cyberpunk. A uh, bunch of my old friends and one of my brothers and I, we all get together um, every couple of weeks and uh, we've been running some sessions in that. Uh, we just finished a raid on a news tower in Night City uh, where there was almost uh, the team very nearly got just absolutely wiped and floored by some uh, cyber psycho. Uh, and they made it uh, to the top of this building so that one of the players could play his new hit single. Uh, and then they flew off into the sunset from the top of the building. And it was great. Good story. Yeah, Starbunk. Love it. It, has, it was much more detailed when you told me. It was, but I didn't want to spend... <laughs> <laughs> 25 minutes 25 minutes going through my my entire session no it was a good one it was a lot of fun it was a it was a blast if you if you like that kind of genre of game uh or or movie or anything like that uh i cannot recommend cyberpunk red enough uh it's it is a fantastic system it's quite a bit more streamlined um than some of the older games or some of its uh like more complex contemporary games like Eclipse Phase or um, oh, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but um, it's it's very fun. It's fast paced, super punchy. Um, it's got a really creative um, uh, life path generator for your character, so you kind of get like this really ro- robust, fleshed out character whenever you start the game. Uh, and it also has the best compendium app that I've ever, ever used for a game, ever, for pretty much anything. Um, and additionally, for like $5 more, you can get all sorts of incredible GM content and just like useful content for around Night City uh, and random like table generators and um, all sorts of shit. And the character um, character sheet in there is super interactive. It's got ammo counters for you gear counters, everything that you could possibly purchase, all sorts of upgrades. It's just fucking wild. They put a lot of work into it, and it shows. And, like, the base app is, I'm pretty sure, free. So, uh, Cyberpunk, nice. definitely, definitely worth it. I'll hop off now. Very cool. If you like what you heard, you can uh, say hi to us on the socials at GeekCast Live, or you can visit the website that I made violentpress.com I was there when you made it I yeah you did make that it was nice mm-hmm. it was nice if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more you could go to wherever you listened to this Spotify or CastBox give us a five star review tell us who you would cast as one of Lucius's 50 
crewman. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh gosh, Paul Dano has got to be there mm. for some reason. It's just he's already he? so wet looking. <laughs> Miles Teller. Yeah. I thought we blacklisted him last season. He's just a guy who looks wet. Oh, I gotcha. Yes. We'll do that next week. We'll bracket it out. If- <laughs> hey, we got a bracket challenge coming up. We haven't even talked about it. Oh my god, we do. I forgot. Next week. It's 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 next week would be the bracket what is- challenge. Woo! Madness. We haven't even talked about what it could be. Maybe next week we'll decide what it's going to be a bracket about. That sounds good. Bring your best ideas. I'll have wet, wet men. Uh, Wet looking actors. GCLfreadless.com and uh, GCL at at PayPal or whatever it is. Yeah. (laughs) Patreon.com slash Geekcast Live. Wet our beaks. Yourself a shirt that says always fuss, always fist the British. But always in a weird British order. the fist. Yeah. What it looks like. Either way. Don't shame. Oh, wow. Call your grandparents. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I didn't even think about the bracket. Can't wait. That's going to be two weeks of bracket. Hey everyone, Nico here, and as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds. I don't know if that's their official website. That might be porn. Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from there ways, three finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.